Hidden, a true crime podcast. A forensic psychologist and a journalist explore the hidden motives behind unthinkable crimes while examining our deepest fears along the way. Hello, hello. Can everybody hear me? I always overthink my lives. I said I was going to do this live a couple days ago. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to pull some things up. Patreon. I'm going to pull up patreon.com slash hidden true crime. We keep a bunch of FOIA documents there in our collections. So I'm just going to pull that up too. Okay. All right. I have been reading through all of the Tim Ballard documents. And by documents, I mean, um, we knew a little bit when John and I went live. It was, it's almost two weeks ago now, 13 days ago. With our hidden hour a couple of weeks ago about Tim Ballard. And at that moment, we knew that there were women that had come forward uh, expressing um, sexual assault, spiritual abuse, spiritual manipulation. And John and I decided to finally come forward. For those that don't know who Tim Ballard is, a little background Tim Ballard is someone who has a national platform, actually, an international platform since uh, the movie Sound of Freedom came out this year. Tim Ballard is the subject of the movie Sound of Freedom, and he is the founder of the nonprofit organization Operation Underground Railroad, or OUR, that helps to save children if they've, um, if they've been trafficked. After we did that live, the first civil lawsuit came down to the third judicial court in Salt Lake County, 90 pages long. Again, it's on our Patreon account, account patreon.com slash hidden true crime. And I'll actually pull this up. I'll share the screen. Um, so here are our collections. We put all of our FOIA documents in collections. I actually love this. Patreon's doing collections now, so I organized that. So we have 25 different court docs right there. Okay. It's, it's shocking, but I feel like I've been going down a rabbit hole. And I've been going down a rabbit hole for, let's say, two years. And I think it's time that I explain why John and I have been talking about Tim Ballard uh, for for quite a while, quite a bit before these lawsuits came down, and why we're still going to talk about Tim Ballard. Let's start with Chad Daybell and Lori Ballow. Many of our gems have been here with us for four years while we have covered the Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell case. Many of you have not been with us from the beginning. So to briefly explain my deep dive, personal deep dive into this case has gone deep into the belief system that Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow followed. And I just didn't stop. I kept going and I even attended a firm expo. Now, Chad had a platform in several places that gave Chad his platform. And it was the firm expo, which was done by Rod Meldrum. Um, or run by Rod Meldrum. Rod Meldrum was really good friends with um, Mike and Nancy James, who ran Preparing a People. They did have a falling out. They're no longer together. And Chad would speak at both of these, these conferences. Uh, and, and that's really who gave him a platform along with a website called About. Preparing a People is now debunked. After Chad gave them kind of a bad name, they sort of revamped, rebranded. They're now um, Latter-day Media, but it's still run by the Jameses. I decided to go to a firm expo. Another way to remember the firm expo is um, 
David Warwick and Melanie Gabe actually went to Rexburg um, in September of 2018 to that weekend to go to a firm expo. And it is the last anyone saw JJ. That's what they were going to do. And Rexburg was attend the firm expo and uh, podcast. And then David had his nightmare and no one ever saw JJ alive again. So I, in my curiosity, in my trying to grasp this belief system and all of my trying to understand what was going on. Uh, I, I, I've read a lot. I've read all of Chad's books. I've read Denver Snuffer, The Second Comforter, because I know from April, uh, her friend in Hawaii, that Lori gave her that book. I've listened to numerous Mike Stroud podcasts. I've listened to podcasts called The Eternal Core. Put a pin in that. That's important. And uh, I've read this book. And many of you know this book because this book, I've been talking about this book for a couple of years, Visions of Glory by a man named John Pontius, as told by John Pontius. But what we understand is that uh, the person who had the, the near-death experiences in here and talked about the days of tribulation and the second coming is actually a man named Tom Harrison, Tom with an H, T-H-O-M Harrison. He's a therapist in Salt Lake City. And uh, he, he used to be very forthcoming about him being Spencer, Spencer in this book. Okay. And Spencer is his alias in this book. And John Pontius tells Spencer's story. They actually do a podcast together um, back in the day when this book came out. Uh, Tom and John Pontius. John Pontius sadly passed away from cancer shortly after the book's publication. But before John Pontius passed away, he and Tom Harrison did do a podcast together where John interviewed Tom Harrison about being Spencer in the book asked him about portals, asked him about how these evil spirits inhabit people when they're sinning. Braxton, Lori's cousin, talked a lot about this book as well. And it does seem to be a major thing in the belief system of Chad and Lori Daybell. Uh, this book. Many people that have deep dived into the Daybell case know about this book. And if you don't know about it, you know about it now. It's important. Visions of glory. And... Uh, so, so, so one person said, well, how do you really know that Tom Harrison is, is the author? I want to explain that he, he did do numerous uh, firesides and, and meetings after the book was published and before uh, his LDS leaders asked him to stop uh, talking about the book. Uh, I reached out to Tom Harrison myself to ask him about being Spencer, to ask him his thoughts in the Chad and Laurie Daybell case. Um, I've heard from an inside source that Tom met with Chad, put a pin in that too. Uh, this is, you guys are getting to my mind. I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to go down this rabbit hole and there's going to be a lot more coming. So uh, a lot more coming. I'm going uptown for a reason and you'll, you'll hear soon. So stay in touch next week. Let's listen to something together. There is um, a crash course that I put together during the Lori Vallow Daybell trial. When I was in Boise going to the Lori Vallow Daybell trial, Put together a crash course. Let's let's share that and listen to that. That'll explain visions of glory, and then we'll get back full circle. Stay with me, guys. Stay with me. I am going to take you guys full circle, and you welcome to my brain um, as I try to talk this all out. You know what? Let's start here because this matters. So actually, I'm talking about where Lori's belief 
system is stemming from. I'm explaining all that. I recommend this to everyone. Lori Ballow and Chad Daybell, The Crash Course You've Never Heard, the prequel to our Beyond the Veil series. I put this together. So let's just start here. And it is going to go into why Visions of Glory is important. Again, stick with me, everyone. Stick with me. Lori's older brother, Alex Cox, a name you really need to remember, had been excommunicated from his Mormon faith years prior, but took his sister's advice and started immersing himself in the unique beliefs of portals, possession, controlling the elements, desiring to be translated, and having your own visions. Lori even sang about her brother's conversion to these extreme beliefs on the karaoke app Small in November of 2017, seeming to mention both Julie Rowe and Mike Stroud. The lyrics are set to the tune of Leonard Cohen's song, Hallelujah. And while I can't share it on YouTube due to copyright, I'll share the song on our Hidden A True Crime podcast episode of this same recording if you want to hear it there. Here are some of the lyrics. It started out with Julie Rowe and it turned on the light you know. And he, meaning Alex, was changed forever in an instant. He knows there is a God above. He surely taught him how to love. And Mike confirms his insights every day now. You believe that's Mike Stroud. He had no okay, we'll fast forward this. According to multiple sources, including family, Lori also loved the book Visions of Glory by John Pontius. Pontius passed away from cancer shortly after his book's publication and remained a member of the LDS Church at death, but his book too has been controversial. It revolves around a man named Spencer and Spencer's multiple near-death experiences and visions. Pontius interviewed Spencer for his book and declares Spencer's visions as truth. I, I believe the Ten Tribes have great gifts that we don't understand. In Spencer's book, Visions of Glory, he talks about how they can just mold rock. <laughs> they can take a tree and tell it to be a chair or something like that, and the tree will obey. I found the real Spencer during my research. He's a therapist from Salt Lake City, Utah. His real name is Tom Harrison. After asking Harrison many questions, he mailed me a letter he had written to leaders of his LDS congregation in 2014. I read a part of the letter to one of our interviewees named Anna, who also brought up the controversy and prominence of the book, Visions of Glory. Here is a snippet from that interview. I don't know that I'd ever heard of portals before Visions of Glory. Okay. And, um, you know, Mike Stroud started talking about portals. Chad talked about portals. But uh, yeah, I think it's really influenced people. This um, book has a hold on a lot of people, including Chad and Lori. And 
again, I see a lot of, you mentioned portals and I see a lot of possession in this book. Tom sent me something that he wrote in 2014, um, apologizing for the book. Huh. I believe much of it is a metaphor or analogy, and that's all it should be taken as. He then ends with that he holds his membership of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as his most prized possession. He apologizes for any injury or misunderstanding. This has caused the church, his family, or individual associated with this book. He is so sorry for any offense. This has caused any member. In addition to the extreme religious literature, Lori and her brother Alex were devouring Around 2016, Lori also started reading those doomsday novels by Chad Daybell. Okay, so that explains it better than I'm going to explain it again and again and again. So thank heavens for archive videos that I've actually scripted so I don't go around and around and around. That is Visions of Glory. It is important. Here is the letter Tom sent me or the envelope that Tom sent me addressed to me. We're going to read the letter later next week. Um, I'll just tell you that uh, where I'm going. Uh, so I go to a firm expo. Okay. So this visions of glory book is a big deal. It talks about portals. Everyone's talking about it. I read the book talks about, again, um, there's one, there's one kind of really upsetting chapter to me. I actually put it on our Patreon account once like the whole chapter and you can you can listen to this uh, book for free online if you Google audio of it. It's, you know, it talks about evil spirits entering bodies. I'm like, oh, this is sounding familiar. Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow preached this. This sounds like, you know, great fan fiction. I go to the Firm Expo 2022. And there is Jason Mao. Jason Mao is well known in the, in the Daybell case, many know. So also on this is Tim Ballard right there. He's a main speaker. You know, this is this is the crew. For those, again, that are new to the Daybell case, Jason Mao was so involved in this case that he actually had to give a buccal swab sample uh, for the evening Tammy Daybell died, which is coming up. It's this month, October, October 19th. To, in order to sort of make it so nobody else could be held responsible and that they assumed it was Alex Cox who, who did these things, they interviewed Jason Mao at the police station. We have that interview and they asked him to, to give a DNA swab to eliminate the possibility that could have been him. So that's how involved he is in this case. And, you know, he had to give a sample. There's Tim Ballard. So you open it up and there are some interesting names in here that you recognize, including, you know, Tim Ballard speaking right after Hannah Stoddard. That's another name. Um, put a pin in that. We'll get into that another day. So I, I go around at this firm expo, I actually spend three days there, three full days. And I meet so many people that know Lori and Chad and Melanie Gibb. And I want to say I met some really nice people, some really kind people. I was very honest with who I was. Some people recognized me. Um, I told them why I was there. I attended some classes on energy healing. I was just really trying to understand this um, belief system. And when I went there, I think my goal was to understand like what it was that all these like-minded LDS preppers believed in. And I'll tell you where I've, what I've come to. And this, these are not church sponsored conferences, by the way, these, this is a certain group of like-minded members that have found each other and prepping is sort of their extreme belief, but it's more than prepping. And, and Braxton, Braxton Southwick, Lori Vallow Daybell's 
cousin who kindly came on the channel really helped to even refine this belief system even more. Although he says he doesn't, he did not attend these conferences. He listened, uh, he read Visions of Glory. He loved Visions of Glory. He says he gave Lori uh, his cousin Visions of Glory and uh, read many of Chad's books, knew Hector Sosa, knows a lot of the people involved in these conferences. And uh, some certain political beliefs ties these people together. Prepping ties these people together. But I think one really, really big thing that ties these people together, their strong belief, is in visions and in near-death experiences. So they believe that people can have visions, which is the origin story of Mormonism. That Mormonism did start with a young boy, Joseph Smith, receiving a vision from God and Jesus Christ. So, so it makes sense. I mean, and many religions' origin stories start with a vision or a, a you know a magical heavenly moment. But uh, so you so you have that origin story of the LDS Church. But these people are sort of believing that Mormonism should go back to its roots. You know, that it's it's become far too progressive, uh, the belief system, and nobody's really having visions anymore. And visions and dreams are for everyone. And and these are two textbooks I was set from classes they used to give, for example, at uh, Preparing the People. The Dreams and Vision Workbook. These are the things that people are learning at these conferences that Tim Ballard is attending, Chad Dable is attending, not just attending, speaking, speaking. And uh, it's it's a whole, like a textbook of how to have your own dreams and how to have your own visions. And uh, let, like, let's just read a couple of this. Um, dreams and Visions Workbook, Overcoming, the first page, Overcoming Your Unbelief About Dreams and Visions, explaining that everybody can have dreams and visions. You should have them. You should believe them. Um, Dreams and visions defined. Also, this Denver Snuffer book I mentioned early on, um, Lori and Chad Daybell, you know, or Lori, excuse me, I should say, I only know about Lori, really love Denver Snuffer, the second comforter. Uh, Mike Stroud, who you saw uh, Lori singing about, as well as Denver Snuffer, both taught about how to have your second comforter, comforter vision, meaning a, a, a vision from Jesus Christ. And Lori Daybell, Lori Ballow to this day seems to truly believe that she saw Jesus Christ. At least she told us all that at her sentencing. Um, so, you know, visions, um, dreams. How do you tell a real dream? You know, so now they're explaining that dreams are visions. They're received while in a deeper sleep. You always have a symbol of Christ, um, except uh, you often formulate it into a parable and uh, you need to explain and then, What's the difference? And then there can be no specific guide, but an angel guide or a guide from the Godhead will help you know if your your dream is a is a vision. The dream you have, like, dude, if my dreams were visions, I'd be in trouble, man. Um, I'd also be eating like, I think my dream last night was like I, I had like three cupcakes and then I slept in. So that's a vision, you know. Okay, I'm flying in the air. Uh, the purpose of dreams and visions it explains. Dreams and visions give comfort. Dreams and visions action. Stick with me, guys. I know you're probably like, why are you going here, Lauren? Why are you going? Just stick with me. Um, because I really need you guys to understand where I am. I always try to, on these lunch lives, which this is now an evening live and it's getting dark, and um, try to just explain to you guys what I'm getting into, what I'm delving into. I was on the phone for seven hours delving into this. So I just want to share um, and catch you guys up because more is coming. 
Um, so anyway, this is just, this is just ask for dreams and visions. Believe in your dreams and visions. The adversary discredits your dreams and visions. Don't listen to the adversary. Um, here's how you interpret the process of interpretation. Okay, you get the idea. Here's Roger K. Young's book, Dreams and Visions of the Last Days. Read this whole thing. Uh, Roger K. Young started the uh, prepping website of Vow. They teach you about dreams and visions. Here's another Roger K. Young book. Okay, so now DVD, Roger K. Young DVD. Thank you to the Hidden Gem. You know who you are who sent me that. Very interesting. And then we add Visions and Glory to this group. So these are some of the things I collected at the uh, Firm Expo. Exciting new video streaming. Here's Rod Meldrum, Glenn Beck, Tim Ballard, a few of them. I don't know if Glenn Beck was, I think he spoke once at a Firm Expo a long time ago. So I don't see him as like someone that's prominent in that group. Um, I don't say that with Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard is prominent in that group. Okay. The constitution, they gave out copies of the constitution. Well, I guess that's all I have right now. I thought I had a lot more unless I misplaced things. Oh, here you go. Yeah. A bunch of pamphlets. This is a book of Mormon flag. There was a large one of these, by the way, a large one. It's, it's um, from Captain Moroni in the book of Mormon in memory of our God, our religion and freedom and our peace, our wives and our children. There was a giant one of these and, uh, a, a woman, she was so kind. If you're watching, she, I, I consider her a friend. She was so kind to me, but she pulled out a really big one that she has sort of all the speakers always sign. And I saw Chad Daybell's name and Julie Rowe's name. You know, I am a latter day Nephite, Nephite. So Tim Ballard's big in a Nephi. So here are some of the classes. Okay. <laughs> oh, John Delin's mentioned here because I, I'm going to be meeting with John Delin next week. That's funny. And not, he's not mentioned in the best way here. Uh, then they're asking, um, can we believe Christ about science and history? Here's one where someone is suggesting that uh, the dinosaurs were never extinct, that they actually lived with men. The American covenant, that's Tim Ballard, one nation under God. Again, Tim Ballard is why we're here. And what I want to talk about, finding strength in church history, the values of the Declaration of Independence, science defined, voices of the restoration, um, dinosaurs in scripture, dinosaur living with man, um, gravity water filters using space age nanotechnology. I assume that's a prepping thing. Um, and then there was a lot about energy healing. I'm not finding those right now. I attended some energy healing classes, heroes from the Book of Mormon. Um, who is the Antichrist? Uh, of course, you can guess what Jason Mao spoke of. It's his regular speech about being a warrior. Um, natural alternatives to medicine, the century that abandoned Christ. 7,000 years, the end time timetable. You know, I'm just trying to show you. This is what people for three days are, are going to here, and what and what I went to. Um, yeah. If you are prepared, you shall not fear. And happy hemp oil. There you go. I think you guys get an idea. We'll move on. So, right before Tim Ballard. So Tim Ballard is in the news in, in all good ways, right? Um, he's saving children. 
he is a subject again of this this uh, movie, Sound of Freedom. And I have some growing suspicions about him. I'll be honest, but I'm not sharing it with everyone because it's sensitive. Because if you bring up Tim Ballard and you bring up questions about the Sound of Freedom, you get labeled as someone that doesn't care about saving children. Or how dare I attack a hero? And, and so I'm not really telling everyone that I have an eye out for Tim Ballard. Um, I'm seeing him speak at other questionable conferences and, and I'm doing a deep dive. And finally, I got ticked off just enough. That's usually what happens when I uh, dare to, to share something a little bold that maybe I shouldn't and maybe I might regret. But it was uh, mid-August where something ticked me off just enough. Um, I saw Tim Ballard, he, you know, selling freedom powder, uh, protein powder to save money for kids, even though he's no longer part of your, I don't know. It just, it rubbed me the wrong way. And whether you guys see something wrong with that or not, it frustrated me that day. So I decided to place all of just some simple info about how Tim Ballard, this national international figure now is actually tied to this really small it's a small group of like-minded visionary preppers and that's concerning me. And, and it's, it's, it's so hard to explain why that would concern me. Some people say, well, don't judge someone by who they associate with. I hope you guys noticed that even though I pointed out Glenn Beck, I said, you know, I think he spoke once, but he's not really involved. I'm not here to like jump on people that might have friends with some of these people. I just stated I'm friends with some of these people. I made friends at this conference. I would call them my friends if I saw them. I'd give them a hug. I, some of these people were so full of information and they knew these people. That's not my issue. <laughs> my issue is not, oh, all these people are so, you know, know each other. My issue is just how involved they all are in things like teaching about visions, how to have visions in a messiah complex, in telling people the second coming is on its way and instilling fear. And, and I, you know, there's just, there were some things. So I put this out on, on the social media platform, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, I just, can we just call it Twitter X? Um, by the way, I'm over on threads and I hope that people can join us on threads, the social media platform threads but we don't have as big of a following base on threads. So come support us over on threads. But here is, I'm just gonna bring up the thread that I put on X or Twitter. And this is August 18th. And I, I resurrected it to use a Chad Daybell term. I resurrected it for people. I said, for those who haven't seen this, Tim Ballard has the same beliefs and friends as Chad Daybell, please read. It did not surprise me today to see that Tim used the same pickup line as Chad. We were married in a past life. Um, spoiler, spoiler alert. That's where I'm going. I write weird fact. Chad Daybell had a speaking platform with the firm expo. Tim Ballard also speaks at these conferences. I attended a firm expo for days where Tim Ballard was advertised as the main speaker. I spoke to many attendees who knew Chad continued below. That was the thing that irked me enough to write this back in, back in August. One nice woman showed me Chad's autograph next to Julie Rose on a title of Liberty flag. I shared that too. I purchased a book where the author told me one of the chapters was about Chad, but he had edited out Chad's name after Chad was charged. He showed me which chapter. I'm just trying to explain that like Chad was really involved with this group. 
I met a man who was featured in Chad's text and love stories. We all love the love story, the loin fire story, as we know it here at Hidden True Crime. I'll never get over Keith Morrison stating, uh, quoting from the loin fire story and saying loin fire. But I met a man who was featured in Chad's text and love stories to Lori. His name is Bruce Porter. Here is a pic of a banner that includes both Bruce Porter and Tim Ballard. Plus, Bruce and me at this Tim Ballard speaking event where Bruce is mentioned in the police docs. So I have some pictures. I, I did. I ran up to him, uh, fangirling him. He had no idea who I was. And I was just like, look, you're a big deal on my podcast. Can I get a picture? And he said, sure. So it is a big deal um, because he shows up randomly in Chad and Lori's loin fire story. Here's Tim Ballard. Here's Bruce Porter. Here's Bruce Porter in the Chandler documents. Is that open wide? How is this looking here? I can't see everyone. So here's where Bruce Porter shows up. As John, Dr. John says, Bruce Porter is like the Forrest Gump of this, of this, uh, this case. He's everywhere. So this is Chad Daybell texting Lori about their love story. Chad is James and Lori is Elena. As they talked, James had a burning desire to make love to her, but he wasn't sure she felt the same way, but they could not stay away from each other. One time she was sitting in a couch near his table and he took a seat on a chair about five feet from her. She began to squirm and covered her body with her hands. She asked him, what are you doing? He wasn't aware what she meant. All he knew was that if Bruce Porter hadn't been giving them the evil eye, a child would have been conceived on that couch. Bruce, thank you for being there. All right. so. So let's keep going. Throughout the conference, OUR was highlighted with Tim's support and approval, even being advertised on the conference cover. On the cover is also, he's next to Chad and Lori's friend, Jason Mao, who is another main speaker. Jason Mao, the man on the cover at the Firm Expo next to Tim, Chad Daybell wept over him in the speech he gave the day he met Lori Vallow. Mao also interviewed Lori Vallow for his podcast. Oh, look, can we play it? Whether they get reelected or what Jason Mao's here we go. I love what Jason Mao is doing. Uh, we did a, a presentation in July in Mesa, and I just, another case where spirit was almost overwhelming of the mission he has. The, that parallel will happen again, where training will happen in Rexburg. But somewhere here, <laughs> there will be training, and I feel strongly Jason will be a part of that training and help to have that army ready to go as well. And so I don't know if you're going to do water. Okay. So there you go. Here's Tim Ballard. I say the woman, Hannah Stoddard, who Tim Ballard was scheduled to speak directly after I've listened to a recording of her verbally abusing her own mother in this leaked recording. She is also an OUR supporter. And here is this, it's on, um, I'll just show you guys, but it's, um, oh, you guys can't see it because it's a different link. So just, it's on uh, True Crime Underground. Um, check it out there, True Crime Underground. Uh, Sean Littlebear, another firm expo speaker and friend of Chad. So I'm writing this on August 19th. Um, told me in an interview with him that these conferences are almost like matchmaking events. If anyone remembers that uh, interview, it was like back in 2020. Everyone starts hooking up, according to Sean Little Bear, with their past life spouse. Ding, ding, ding. 
remember this. My interview with Sean here. But I did notice that at those late, you know, everybody would stay at those late ones. Chad wouldn't be there. He, he would be out and gone. And, you know, Melanie would just, she wouldn't come out and say it, but she was like, you know, that one over there. And, and Chad, they, they, they go off. So it was implied that they were together. Or yeah, they, they were both married, you know. Lori and, and Chad, were, right. Lori was married to Charles. Chad was married to Tammy. Yeah. They would pair There off. were others that, you know, I'm not going to go into detail, but there were others that were there that were doing the exact same thing. They would meet somebody at one of the conferences, take a shine to them, and then they would just, they would be gone. They would disappear. We'd be mm -hmm. like, where is so-and-so? Oh, they had to leave. And I'd be like, well, I saw them getting in the car with somebody. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's an odd little thing that comes from so preparing a people. <laughs> yeah, we were Pairing like, off. you know, what is all this, you know, going on behind the scenes? Right. And, you know, there was some stuff that went on behind the scenes that I don't think people really know. And we were like, you know, these people that, that meet at these conferences, they are, some of them are very spiritually gifted. And some of them are wolves in sheep's clothing. Yes. And some of them come just to trawl. Mm. So you've got to be careful who you meet, who you shake hands with. And there is a picture of Sean. I circled him. Um, who else is there? Few people, but there's Sean. Tim Ballard's, I explain why Tim Ballard's Sound of Freedom movie has caused a bit of controversy. Why wouldn't the movie highlighting the tragedy of sex trafficking be applauded and supported by the world? I think it's fair that people are skeptical of Operation Underground Railroad and Tim Ballard. This is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to um, some unsavory people Tim associates himself with. I could go on. Um, I said support child and human trafficking causes uh, that help to stop it, but do your research. Um, and then I, I share again, Tim Ballard and Bruce Porter. Again, there I am. And then here, here's some more. Now I've been adding on to this since August 19th. Here's another pic that was just sent to me. Chad Dabel and Lori Ballow's close friend, Jason Mao with Tim Ballard. Um, here it is. Great evening speaking and sharing the stage with Tim Ballard. Here is Tim highlighted with Roger K. Young, the founder of Avow. Um, Avow is another voice of warning. Again, that was started by Roger K. Young. This, again, um, is Roger K. Young. He wrote Dreams and Visions of the Last Days that I'm holding up. Um, Roger K. Young started Avow. He sold it to Christopher Perrett, his good friend. Here he is. Here's Tim highlighted with Roger K. Young. This dates all the way back to 2011 showing he has supported these radically political and extreme religious group, groups, the same ones that gave Chad Daybell his platform for over a decade. So here we are, Friday, May 11th, it's right there, Friday, May 11th, and then Firm Expo President Ron Meldrum, you know, there's uh, Roger K. Young, there's Timothy Ballard. You get it. And here's Tim Ballard with Mike and Nancy James, the founders of Preparing a People. Preparing a People is a prepping and visionary conference who gave Chad his speaking platform. It is at a Preparing a People conference where Chad met Lori while he was speaking and selling books. There we are. Oh, but we keep going. 
Oh, look, time again to add another reply. I say now we're at September 18th. Arrested therapist Jody Hildebrandt spoke at the Eternal Core Conference hosted by Visions of Glory's Tom Harrison and headlined by Tim Ballard. Tom, it turns out, Tom Harrison, the author of Visions of Glory, is a therapist or was a therapist for OUR, Tim Ballard's um, OUR conference. Again, Visions of Glory. And for those um, that want to know more about that, please check out our Jody Hildebrandt YouTube. And we explained that connection with our Jody Hildebrandt coverage. Let's see if I can find it. So I'm trying to see if I can find the part. Here you go. You know, from a philosophical standpoint, philosophers have debated the meaning of truth for thousands of years, but I guess Jody just seamlessly knows what truth is. If you need help translating what truth is, Jody will tell you. And she'll tell you that it's distortion and Jody knows the truth because she's had visions and dreams from God that have given her the truth. In fact, but she, she, yeah, she believed that like, again, like she believed that her work that she was combating Satan every day in preparation for the second coming, the second coming is so close. I'm like going to be the, the one of the people that, you know, um, welcomes God back or Usher, ushers in the second coming of Jesus. Yeah. But and again, these are not, these are not, uh, theoretical. These are not, um, like, hypothetical these she believed these in literal actual th 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 this is all very literal to her she had a dream where god told her she was trying to figure out initially she was using shame as her guide one of her guiding concepts and then she had a dream where god told her that shame wasn't the right word it was distortion let's go to the eternal core video I went to God and I said, people can't understand the word shame. Do you have another word? Can you give me another word? And I heard one day distorting the truth. And I was like, oh, brilliant distortion. She prayed to God and believed she had a vision and that God pretty much told her to use distortion. She, she as Jesse says, she believes this now uh, to go full circle and to see the Daybell connections. Eternal core is run by therapist. Tom Harrison. Tom Harrison is the man behind the visions in Visions of Glory. Visions of Glory is a book we've talked a about a lot. It set the stage for Chad Abel and Lori Vallow's belief system. It was written by John Pontius. The visions were Tom Harrison's visions and um, believed to be literal by many people, including Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow. This is his conference. This is his conference. It's for therapists that want to bring God back into therapy. And uh, Jody is part of this conference. That is the message that I want to share with you and just testify. Going back to this, but um, here we go. So now we get to uh, a couple weeks ago and we say we, John and I um, decide to finally cover Tim Ballard because all of a sudden Tim Ballard, after I do this thread, Tim Ballard's in the news. This is September 30th now. And all of a sudden there's stuff coming out about him being an abuser and assaulter. There's rumors coming out. The LDS church excommunicates him. By the way, I have confirmed that. I have confirmed the excommunication with someone that heard it directly from Tim. 
And uh, I actually say to John, you know, when more comes out, I am not going to be surprised if we learn that Tim Ballard is telling women that he was married to them in a past life. Let's see. Let's see. And look at here, October 10th. I, I opened the first civil lawsuit to read the 90 pages. Again, you can find those on our Patreon account with all the Dave Bell FOIAs as well, uh, with um, so, so many different FOIAs. But um, 99, let's open 99. All the reasons. So, so the civil lawsuit filed in third uh, district court in Salt Lake County, 99. Ballard would also claim to the women and the defendant, Janet Russin, who's a psychic, that he had been married to them in a previous life, and so their conduct was appropriate. Additionally, Ballard would get ketamine treatments and have a scribe come in with him while he would talk to the dead prophet Nephi and issue forth prophecies, having visions, about Ballard's greatness and future as a United States senator, president of the United States, and ultimately the Mormon prophet to usher in the second coming of Jesus Christ. So now I'm thinking, we're back to visions of glory. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, what the heck's going on? And I'm like, let's find Tom Harrison in these in these FOIAs. Oh, he's there, guys. He's there. Tom Harrison shows up in Tim Ballard's lawsuits, as well as FOIA documents that, that many of the incredible journalists in Salt Lake City have uncovered. And people are now asking, who is Tom Harrison? Let me just read you some of these things from Tim Ballard's. And I'll say this for anyone that goes and reads the full documents. It's heavy. It's actually worse than I ever thought. The way he um, manipulated and groomed numerous women, according to this, uh, it was 90 pages and 60 pages. Each victim tells their own story that corroborate. And it's difficult. Here, here are some of the things. Ballard would claim to the women. So I'm reading from my phone here. Ballard would claim to the women that the defendant, Janet Russin, that's the psychic that was paid by OUR, a hefty salary, that they were told that they had been married in a previous life. And, and so their contact was okay. Additionally, Ballard would get those ketamine treatments and have a scribe in with him, and he would talk to the dead prophet Nephi and issue forth prophecies, Ballard's greatness and future of the United States. And um, here, here's, so here, I wish I could show you guys this and pull it up, but this is what I'm reading. So this is a scribe while he's getting treatments with Janet and people. He is stepping outside of himself. He is, he is himself 100% while in the case state. While in the case state, truth serum can say all he needs to say and God speaks to him. Again, this is what they teach at these conferences that God speaks to him. He's asking God, he's asking Nephi, and he's asking, are you ready for this? Tom Harrison and the angels, what do I need to do? Help to prepare himself. Forgive me, father and mother. With this freedom, I bring love and light. With this freedom, he effortless gives love and light. And in freedom, I effortlessly see the love and light in God's connection to the world. Why send me here? What have I done to these people? Please protect me. Tom Harrison, who are you, redacted sister? Catherine. Other things he explains. Ballard would also claim that to his female ruse partners, his couple ruse partners, the women, the victims, 
uh, stated in this lawsuit that if his wife were to die, he would immediately marry them. Sound familiar? Ballard also told one of his victims that when his wife would question what he was doing with these women, he would tell them that his female partners kept falling in love with them and that they wanted to kill Catherine, his wife, so they could be together. I mean, does this not sound like Chad Daybell? Like Tammy's going to die or um, just, just talking about his wife dying? Ballard would insist that the women stay silent and told him, yeah, if his wife were to die, he would immediately marry them. He told them to stay silent because, again, he was married to them in a past life and that they were saving children. Here we go. He kept me so busy. He told everyone to keep it a secret from everyone. Never mention to anyone. No one understands that this is for the greater good and the new covenant. We have been married in a past life, he would say. So it just keeps going. It just keeps going. Now he says, this is for the new and everlasting covenant. Here are Tim's reoccurring comments to me, says one victim, that traffickers can spell pheromones. We are doing this for the greater good. This is for the new covenant. I see angels all around. My wife, Catherine, chose you. Do you remember when Lori Vallow said that she was Tammy Daybell's good eternal friend? Sounds familiar. Now, now he's involving his wife. Oh, my wife chose you. These aren't our real bodies. Jesus gave us these bodies to use. Um, our bodies are a tool. I would do anything to save children. How far would you go? Janet and Lori. Lori was the other psychic, not to be confused with Lori Daybell, Ballo Daybell. Janet and Lori said, you would never turn on me. Um, you are the only one who could ruin me. I, you know, now it's, this is a husband. This is a husband talking. At one point, Tim actually suggested that one of his victims in the lawsuits and her, his, her husband get a divorce. And then um, another interesting thing the husband says is finding AA's notes. That's the victim. One in particular was extremely disturbing, especially when read out of benefit of context. A note was describing some sort of trance or spell that Tim was under while under the influence of ketamine. He was talking to Nephi and Tom Harrison from Visions of Glory again. He was talking about past lives and how he and AA were together in a past life held captive together. He was talking about their past lives. And he said the AA was an angel and chosen again by his wife to carry out these missions. This was January 8th, 2023. So what is my point? My point is that the red flags I was seeing seem to be accurate. And I am all the more curious about this book, Visions of Glory. And there's something, I always say, if there's something in the water, we need to fish it out. But I'm starting to wonder about Visions of Glory and Tom Harrison because he seems to be every place. Look up the Eternal Core podcast on Apple Podcasts. Look it up. Um, let's see if I can pull it up right now, actually. I just want to show you guys who Tom Harrison interviews in 2019. 2019 alone. In 2019 alone, Tom Harrison starts the Eternal core, which is a God therapy, bringing God back into therapy. He's a therapist himself. And he interviews Jody Hildebrandt. And right after he interviews Jody Hildebrandt, he, he interviews Tim Ballard three times. And Tim Ballard talks about how Tom is helping him with OUR as a mentor and how wonderful he is. And then he interviews, so I mentioned Jody Hildebrandt, and then he interviews Maurice Harker. Maurice Harker is someone whose story got completely buried. Go Google that one. Uh, Maurice Harker is another therapist in Utah who was uh, recently charged with physically abusing 
uh, long-term patient because she had demons inside of her. Tom Harrison interviews him. And I can tell you that well before this Tim Ballard stuff started coming out, I've heard for years, this is years, the, from two separate major sources on both sides of the equation that Julie Rowe and Chad Dayball were meeting with Tom Harrison in his office. This is from two years ago. That they're very proud of this. And we all know that Lori Vallow, again, was reading this book, Poolside. In fact, should I share this again? I think this kept going. Tim Ballard, the subject of the Sound of Freedom movie, mentions the book Visions of Glory by Tom Harrison, a book we have been concerned about for years. Lori and Chad considered this book scripture. Look, there's Lori reading it right there. There she is reading at poolside. Chad's on the Chad's on the Lori workout plan there. So uh, this is in the FOIA documents that Tim had told him he had read the book called Visions of Glory. So this wasn't the civil lawsuit. And he had met with a man who had died and come back. That's a near-death experience named Tom Harrison. And that Tom actually, let's see, pull this up. So this is in the FOIA documents. So he is Tim. Tim told me to read this book and it was called Visions of Glory and that he had met with the man who wrote it before he died and his name was Tom Harrison and that Tom had told him a lot of visions that he had had that actually had Tim in them. He said that Tim would be a prophet of the LDS church and one day that he'd be the president of the United States. He told me that he had another psychic friend, one here in Utah, that she would tell him things about who his partner should be. Okay, I am trying to fish something out of the water. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, this has been consuming me. And I want you to know that I'm actually going out of town. And I have been talking to John DeLynn with Mormon Stories. I have been talking to Megan Connor, Lori Vallow Daybell's cousin that has been interviewed several times on our channel, who's read the book. I have been talking to Mindy Caldwell, a friend of the, the program. And then I've been talking to many others that I can't share. Uh, someone who told me something, and now this has been, there's been two witnesses here. Someone who said very close to Tim Ballard that, that Tom Harrison was telling people that who was light and who was dark in OUR. If anybody has any more information about that, please reach out. And that's one reason I'm doing this. It's one reason I'm doing this video too. And this, this live that's now become an hour and I'm late and I've, I've got to run. But, um, I have now been hearing that Tom Harrison was a mentor that, so now I've been hearing for years that he was meeting with Chad and, and Julie. Now I'm hearing he's been meeting with Tim Ballard and we see that in the documents. And now I'm hearing from someone who I had a very long conversation with yesterday that he was saying who was light and who was dark in the organization, who Tim should trust and who he shouldn't. Yeah. And, and this, this is guys, What's the common denominator here? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to label it right now, but do I have suspicions? Do I have concerns? Do I have some serious concerns about this book? Yes. I don't know what it's going to all come down to, but, but again, Jody Hildebrandt hurt children. Lori has, Lori, I don't, you know, rest in peace, Tylee and JJ, Tammy and, and Charles. There's something going on with this connected group of people. And I want to get to the bottom of it. And that's why four years later, here I am. And I am going out of town and I'm going to meet with all those people I just mentioned. 
And I want you guys to all go, go subscribe to Mormon stories or hit notifications on Mormon stories, because I'm pretty sure we're going to have, um, an episode there soon. This is just the tip. There's a lot more coming. I actually shared more here than I thought I was going to share. I just wanted you guys to see a bit of what I'm seeing. I've been, I was on the phone again, like, I don't even know how many hours it was my entire day. That's why you guys didn't get a live yesterday either. So, um, I'm heading out, but I hope that helps you guys understand what I'm trying to figure out and where I am with all of this. So we're going to get some people together to, to learn more. And, um, so I recommend, uh, staying tuned and also other people that have been covering this. There are some great Reddit, uh, posts now out there. If you search Tom Harrison, Tom with an H and, and some other people, people are putting the dots together. It's really interesting. Why are we covering Tim Ballard so much? This is why with everything going on, this is real boots on the ground journalism. So please hit subscribe, please hit notifications. I also want you guys to know the more subscribers we have, not only does it help us grow, but people are more willing to talk to us. If you guys trust us and believe in our journalism, please subscribe, please, because we're, we're figuring some stuff out. There we go. I hope that helps you guys know where I am. Computer's about to die. Got to go take care of family. Expect something this week or next with Mormon stories. And if anybody knows anything with the direction I'm going, please reach out. Hidden True Crime Info at gmail.com. If you guys feel like you should send this to anyone, please do. Thank you for being here tonight. Now you guys know what I've been up to and what I'm trying to figure out. Um, everyone is innocent here until proven guilty. But this is where my brain's been spinning. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys. Have a good night. Hello, Hidden Gems. It's Lauren with Hidden, a true crime podcast. As a TV reporter, I learned the art of visual storytelling. So if you're like me, you enjoy listening, but also viewing. You can actually head to our YouTube channel, Hidden True Crime, to watch these interviews. Hit the subscribe button for surprise lives and breaking news. And for exclusive content, things Dr. John and I only dare say behind a paywall, become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash hidden true crime. You'll find bonus episodes, early releases, and insider info. Thank you for your endless support.